Greetings. Hello again. Welcome to Counting Cryptids. I'm Jacob. I'm Connor. How are y'all today? You can't ask questions. It doesn't I work can. that way. No, it doesn't work that the, way. It doesn't work that way. They responded to me on the internet. Drink already. Okay. I guess quick disclaimer. Uh, this week's not really a cryptid. Yeah. In light of recent <laughs> events, um, this is this has become today's show. <laughs> There's a, a growing movement right now, and this is uh, is gaining some attention and popularity. So, yeah, uh, in an attempt to cash in on that, Connor suggested that we do this. So today we're talking about uh, Area 51. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> uh, but before we get into that. You posted a poll on Instagram. I did, and I posted a screenshot of the Facebook page for the event. Oh, what event? The Facebook event, Storm Area 51, They Can't Stop All of Us. Oh, okay. On September 20th. 2019? This year. Okay. So it's a few months away. It's two still. months and six days. Okay, it's two months and six days away. And uh, I, I'm afraid it's going to... People are going to forget about it by then. That's a long time in internet time. Two months Two months is days. a long time. Uh, I don't know. The, the boys meme has been around for more than two months now. Me and the boys. Those have been around for... That's, yeah. that's still holding strong. Make sure you follow us on Instagram so uh, you can answer those polls when we go live and then talk about them at the end of the episode. I don't think we remember to do that last time. Did you do that on your own? Uh, do what? So that's a no. Okay. Did I so, remember to talk about it at the end? Yes, I put it in the episode. You did? I didn't listen. <sighs> it was the one thing. If I, did, if I didn't give clear audio on anything, it was maybe that one clip of me in post. Last episode was a fucking train wreck. Like, it was a great episode, I thought. And the world just took a shit on it. So before we really get started on this, do you have any idea when or where this came into your life? Uh, no, not really. It's one of those almost cultural things. Like Bigfoot and Loch Ness monster yeah. sort of thing. You're just like, just always sort of known about it. But, and it's weird because it's like specifically Area 51. I can't. So my thought is like, I think like secret bases and stuff like that was in a lot of things. So that was always something that was there. So then this just kind of slid right in. The evil layer. Yeah, I don't shit. know. I, maybe there was some sort of like ancient aliens thing or something. I'm, I'm but sure. like a, the movie Independence Day, even yeah, like that's a good one. I don't know. I I don't know. This one's just, just aliens and Area there. 51 just have always been together as far back as I can remember. Yeah, I I I really wish that I like knew when I first heard of this, but I got nothing so specific. Could afford a time machine. I would not rewind your whole life and try and figure out the exact moment that you first mentioned area 51 or area I think there's a lot more important things i could mind. be doing with a, a time machine than that but sure i think that's yeah that's the first test though so if for some reason you don't know what area 51 is it's in nevada uh so it is a highly classified remote detachment of Edwards Air Force Base within the Nevada Test and Training Range. According to the CIA, the correct name for the facility is Homie Airport and Groom Lake. 
what do they what do they call it? Something like ah, fuck. Uh, Dreamland or Dreamland. Paradise Ranch yeah, yeah, is yeah, also yeah. some names that have been used for it. Uh, I think that was to make it seem more appealing. like appealing to yeah. get people to come there. Yep. It's not like a fucking tourist attraction though. Like. No, but like people to work there. I, not I like guess. to come live there. Like, hey, like we can fly you out, like right by Las Vegas. I have something about this in here, even. Where the <laughs> fuck is it at? Uh, according to Wikipedia, at least. Yeah, and I've heard I'm in other places. All of my information. Correct. Um, so people that work there, like Area 51 personnel, are transported by a small fleet of passenger aircraft operated on behalf of the U.S. Air Force. And planes travel to and from Area 51 to McCarran International Airport. So the base's current primary purpose is publicly unknown. However, based on historical evidence, it is most likely supports the development and testing of experimental aircraft and weapon systems, uh, black projects. Um, the intense secrecy surrounding the base has made it in has made it the frequent subject of conspiracy theories and a central component to unidentified flying object folklore. Although it has never been declared a secret base, all research that occurs in Area 51 is top secret slash sensitive compartmented information. On the 25th of June 2013, following a Freedom of Information Act request filed in 2005, the CIA publicly acknowledged the existence of the base for the first time, declassifying documents detailing the history and purpose of Area 51. And I want to interject here because I had a thought right before we came down to record about like a group of wor ex-workers or workers uh, at Area 51 that came forth and like tried to sue the U.S. government because yeah, they were had, like, sick. They were yeah, they had like it's burns and the shit on their skin and Ooh, uh, breathing radiation. problems. Uh, allegedly, there was like. A, giant trenches the sizes of like the size of football fields like full of like old equipment and just hazardous waste and like whatever was being like produced or thrown out there Oof and they're just pouring jet fuel on it and lighting it on fire according to these but you know obviously like they can't sue a entity that is not identified by the United States government because then that would just break it so that was like, that was part of the lawsuit that that came out. Like they were trying to sue the government, so they had, but to, they had to like acknowledge it. To they filed a freedom of information a freedom of information act request to get information this specific yes. information, and then in 2013 they they got some of it. They got like 400 pages. Did they get? Did they fucking win the lawsuit? I don't know. Oh Jesus Christ. I don't know. I don't know. I think they're all dead. I'll be real with you. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Maybe maybe they're not dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> maybe they're not dead. No one died in the making of this episode. That we know of. Uh, this, uh, the base is located in the southern portion of Nevada, 83 miles northwest of Las Vegas, uh, at the center of the southern shore of Groom Lake. Which is a dry lake bed, yeah? See. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes. It's a large military airfield uh, acquired by the United States Air Force in 1955, primarily for flight testing of the Lockheed U-2 aircraft. Yes. Do you have some shit about that aircraft? I have a little bit of shit about that aircraft. 
Oh, um, I have a little bit of shit about you that You also aircraft. have a little this bit of shit. what you have about that aircraft, is that I have shit I have about that, that aircraft. you have shit about this aircraft, yeah. Weird. Okay, so what I have about the aircraft is in my notes somewhere. <laughs> I have the quote, so when you get to that point... Oh, so it was nicknamed uh, Dragon Lady and is an American single-jet engine, ultra-high-altitude reconnaissance aircraft operated by the United States Air Force and previously flown by the Central Intelligence Agency. It provides day and night, high altitude, all weather intelligence gathering. Damn, that sounds badass. I mean, this is old news at this point, though. Yeah, yeah. 1955. I feel like if you search for U2, you're just going to find the band before you find the fucking thing. Easily. One way to find out. U-2. Okay. Oh, wow. But if it's just U2... Yeah, it's, it's the band. The band uh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'm uncultured. It is what it is. So, um, you said they tested the U2 at this yes. Area 51. Yes, yes, that was. Um, so allegedly, the designer Johnson Kelly at Lockheed, who designed the U2, they were looking for a place to test the plane out of the public's view, like. Makes sense. Secretly, yeah. like they, they don't want to. to it, yeah, yeah. They're, it's re, it's for reconnaissance, right? Recon. It needs to be. A, it's a fucking it's a spy secret. plane. Yeah, like, like you it, can't tell people about it. Shit, you know, you don't want people to know. You don't want. You don't want other people to know. Other people, yeah, you your enemies to know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why they do it. So they came from Edwards, and moments after they like got in the air, they saw Groom Lake, and. uh Kelly Johnson is quoted as saying, we flew over it and within 30 seconds, you knew that was the place. It was right by Dry Lake. Man alive, we looked at that lake and we all looked at each other. It was Edwards. So we wheeled around, landed on that take, taxied up to one end of it. It was a perfect natural landing field. And so in 1955, they slowly turned it from a barren desert and dry lake to a more bigger one. Was it previously it was like for like nuclear testing took place there or something? Uh nuclear testing takes place near Area 51. Okay. I'm not exactly sure. I suppose where. yeah, it's just in that it was Nevada I'm Desert. I'm sure if that's like what they're referring to as the groom box as well. I saw that term used in yeah, regards to like super weird because there's the, S4 the as well. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about S4 because apparently there's multiple. I guess maybe should have put this at the beginning too. Like, yeah, it's kind of like there's an area, there's a couple of different things, and like it's just we have to talk about all of that. It's just collectively Area 51. Just, just yeah, you know, clickbaity. Right. This will be our first monetized podcast. Not a chance in hell. <laughs> no. Uh, there was also some other secret programs carried out at Area 51. Oh, tell me. Uh, the Oxcart program yes. in August of 1959 was established for, quote, anti-radar studies, aerodynamic structural tests, and engineering designs, and would later work on the Lockheed A-12. Um, this is like another point in 59 where they expanded to work on different projects and make it uh, more suited to for testing, like longer runways, more buildings, more people. A lot of, they added a lot of buildings and... Like, there was a lot of construction going on during that time, yes? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. After the A-12, they discussed developing... What's an, the A-12? The A-12 is an airplane. We didn't talk about that. It's a stealth airplane. It's, they're okay. just coming out with stealth airplanes. I, don't, I wouldn't say it's any of them the are same like... Thing. 
U2, A12. There's like different B12. styles, like D12 is D12. Yeah. You remember yep. what D12 was? Yeah. The M&M yep. group. D12, y'all. I'm going to get started. But what about M&M? Bitch, are you retarded? <laughs> I am, yeah, I'm familiar with that song. <laughs> what, do you, do you want to look? Do you want to talk about it? I don't really. About what? The A12. The Lockheed A-12 was a reconnaissance aircraft built for the United States Central Intelligence Agency by Lockheed Skunk Works based on designs of Clarence Kelly Johnson. The aircraft was designated A-12, the 12th in a series of internal design efforts for Arch- for Archangel, the aircraft's internal code name. So presumably Archangel 12 is what A-12 stands for. Sure. It's another fucking secret. It's a spy plane. Yeah, it's a spy plane. Um. And after that was the D-21 tag board. And if you're like one of those airplane, aircraft, World War II nerds, you might be into this part of the show, but... Pushes up glasses. <laughs> Readjusts pen protector. So the D-21 was a unpiloted drone aircraft. Um, the idea was originally to put kind of like whatever workings were needed for remote control in the A-12, but the Kelly Johnson again opposed this idea, insisted on a less complex aircraft for the drone because the A-12 had some apparently too hard to control shit. Sounds safe. It's too hard to control with a remote, so you want to put somebody in there because it's easier? That sounds dangerous. I feel like how? I feel like it would be easier to do via remote. Uh Uh-huh. Whatever. I'm not a scientist. Um, so during the Cold War, Area 51 played a large part in testing foreign technology, mainly enemy aircraft like uh, MiGs. I think that's what they're called. And they used code names like Have Donut, Have Drill, and Have Fairy. <laughs> I would love to have a donut. And, and then the following, like, and this one, this one is the biggest one to me is the F. 117 um it's also known as have blue and more commonly i would say like the f117 nighthawk do do you know what this is without knowing did you look at this picture yes okay i did did you know did you know what of it was beforehand uh i think so like i I feel like it's pretty familiar yeah 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 like you have to call me nighthawk say stealthy airplane that's what i think of there's a bunch of routers because they look like the plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nighthawk. 17. 117. The B2 is also mm-hmm. very similar looking, sort of. That was the one that I was thinking of specifically, but this one also looks quite familiar, yes. But yeah, there's other other programs. Those are some of the bigger ones. Are we done with the the basics? What they did? What it what it yeah, so you have kind of have what an it idea maybe is, of what, what it supposedly is, according allegedly to allegedly like, is yes. going on there. So then you have some people who have allegedly worked there who are coming forward and saying that things aren't quite that straightforward. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> so I guess specifically, I'm just going to start. Can't mention Area 51 without. Dive into Bob, Bob Lazar. Lazar. Yeah, like I don't. So I mean, I guess t- if we're going to get. Technical, that's S4, is where he claims to have been employed, which is a, another facility. I think it was like 
I saw in one place like 8.5 miles. I also saw 15 miles south of the Area 51 facility. Yeah, I want to say it was like a 23 that uh, box you were talking about earlier. I have the size like of 23 the by like box. 51 or something. 23 by 25. 25, that's what I said. I believe that's just the like the area of restricted airspace. I don't know if that's like the same on the ground where it's all boxed in as well, but <clears throat> either way. So Bob is, I guess, I, I see he keeps seeing self-proclaimed physicist. We'll get a little bit more into yeah. that in a second. Uh, claims to have worked on reverse engineering extraterrestrial technology at a site, uh, S4, that we just talked about a moment ago. Uh, Lazar claims that, quote, the UFO ran on an antimatter reactor that used the element 115 as fuel. He also claims to have read U.S. government briefing documents that describe alien involvement in human affairs. Lazar's claims resulted in bringing the secret site Area 51 to the attention of the public as he again, worked on some reverse engineering of extraterrestrial technology. Um, the craft, supposedly, that he was uh, working with was from a planet orbiting a twin binary or I guess it would be a binary star system known as Zeta Reticuli, and the planet was called ZR3. Okay. So in May of 1983, Lazar appeared in an interview with investigative reporter George Knapp on Las Vegas TV station KLAS under the pseudonym Dennis. He was on the show to discuss his employment at S4, a subsidiary factory he claimed exists near the United States Air Force facility Area 51. He said the facility was adjacent to Papoose Lake, which is located south of the main Area 51 facility at Groom Lake. The site consisted of concealed aircraft hangars built into a mountainside. Lazar said that his job was to help with reverse engineering one of the nine saucers that Bob claimed to have once seen. A flying saucer he coined the Sport Model. Uh, it was manufactured out of a metallic substance similar in appearance and touch to stainless steel. In a subsequent interview that November, Lazar appeared unmasked under his own name. He claims to have earned his master's degree in physics from MIT and master's degree in electronic technology from Caltech. However, there are no records of Lazar attending either institution. It is suggested that his academic records were erased in an effort by authorities to discredit his claims. I had also seen that the programs that he says he has masters for at Caltech and um, the other one um, weren't available at the time. Like there weren't classes for those things that he's allegedly they, got he, masters from. He, you I couldn't get a any, master's degree in physics from MIT. I don't have any support to back that up, but it is something I, I, I saw claimed on the I internet. I did not see that anywhere, but okay. Uh, I mean, this one's a little tinfoil hatty, you know, like, Sorry, but mm, I, I wouldn't put it past him, though. No. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say if, I mean, if, because he's employed there and he's supposed to, like, not talk to anybody about anything that's going on there, anything that he does, like, he can't talk about. Can't tell your friends, yeah. can't tell your wife, you can't, you can't fucking tell anybody. And it's like a weird situation, he's too, where, like, you, you go for, like, a week, like, you fly out, you're there for a week, and then you fly back. So you work for like a week, you're off for a week, you work two weeks, you're off for two weeks sort of thing. It's like a yeah. weird schedule. They just like call you in the middle of the night and you're like, yep, we need you to come in and do something. And you just like go straight to the airport and go there for a week. Like, <laughs> what? That's weird. Strange, but I guess, okay. 
Uh, I guess he he also claims that he worked at uh, Los Alamos National Labs prior to his stint at S4. In which, 82, I think. Uh, I believe around that time, yeah. Um, I guess that was also under question because, you know, yeah. everything that he says is under question. But uh, again, investigative journalist George Knapp was able to verify that he was in fact employed at the lab by finding Lazar's name listed on an internal uh, phone book for the lab. Oh, really? So he did, in fact, work there. He, and he, I, I need to add this in because he does come off as a very smart guy. He we, when, when I, yeah, he Joe was on Rogan. So. We'll have like a clip or two from that in here too, and I'll probably just link to that whole interview. Um, but he For was sure. on the Joe Rogan podcast, and it was very good. And he, it's the way he's talking about things. Like he, he definitely knows what he's talking about when he's saying this, unless he's just totally talking out of his ass. He at least knows the words to use. But I assume what he's saying is. You can intelligent if you're smart yeah. enough to know what the fuck like anything about isotopes, you could go and look it up yeah. and fucking fact check. Like this is how this basic thing that people know works. That shit's over my head. I'm not a 100%. scientist. I'm not a physicist. Sorry. I wish I was because it I'm not smart enough for that shit. Yeah, no. But the, when he talks saying, about it, it's man. yeah, yeah. It's definitely like you can tell he is aware of what he is saying. He is yeah. He is talking about it in a way that. A, I'm going to assume is correct because I have no desire to try and fact check that because I'm not smart enough. Can we talk about the Joe Rogan thing for a bit? What's up? Okay, so I I mentioned you earlier that it was convenient that he has a a migraine during the show because he complains about it and isn't able to like remember. It really comes up twice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but I I told you that like I thought it was convenient like. I mean, stress migraines are definitely a thing that happens to people. And if you're really stressed out about having to do like an interview because you don't want to fucking do it. Yeah, he didn't want to do it. Yeah, Yeah, he just like doesn't want to talk about it really. So Mm -hmm. I I guess I get that. But if you're going to go as far as to say that his name was erased from history, essentially, in different parts, I mean, I don't think it. I mean, from history, no. From college, you know. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah I want to say his... He can't prove that. ...birth certificate as well. Is faked? No, it was not fucking, real. like, not... It was, like, erased. What? The hospital where he says he was born, like, didn't have any records of him being born there. Hmm. Allegedly. Just an actor? Just government just paid him to... BS his way to lie. Tell him this story. MK Ultra. I saw some suggestion that some MK Ultra kind of shit goes on there too. Wouldn't be surprised. But I don't know. I think that's just kind of like conspiracy theory fodder being added. You know what I mean? It's it's fucking Area yeah, Fifty One. Yeah. Like, and again, like we're really like specifically right now, kind of talking about S Four. So I guess. Um, Do we go right to uh, Bob Lazar's jet-powered bicycle? Oh, you could talk about that real quick. Yeah, I have some more shit about him too, but go for it. Just just real quick interjection. Bob Lazar allegedly, I have no reason not to believe this, made a jet-powered bicycle in like the late 1970s. like a teenager? Yeah. Yeah. Just some kid. Also saw that. Got a rocket attached to it. And then years later... He gets old enough to buy a car and decides he's going to throw a fucking rocket in his Honda. It's a jet engine, right? Jet, jet, yeah. Rockets. Not accurate, but yeah. Jet engine. I would have liked rocket power a lot more if it was just Bob Lazar on his fucking rocket bike. No big deal. 
There was a, there's a picture of him and the bike. There's, there's a picture of him in the car. In the car, yeah. Both I have of those them. in the description, along with a lot of other photos. Those are pretty interesting. I think I think one of them is a uh, not really a picture of him, but a clip of an article, like picture of an article. Okay. I believe that is the Honda eighty two. So he is. Uh, Credentials have been in question, but he has also claimed a lot of things about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about Area 51. One of them uh, was specifically that the propulsions of the vehicle that he was studying was fueled by atomic element 115 and generates some sort of gravity wave. Um, element 115, now known as muscovium, is a, quote, synthetic chemical element with the symbol MC and atomic number 115. Moscovium is extremely radioactive element. Its most stable isotope, Moscovium 290, has a half-life of only 0.65 seconds. It was first synthesized in 2003 by a joint team of Russian and American scientists at the Joint Institute for Nuclear Research in Dubna, Russia. In December 2015, it was recognized as one of the four new elements by Joint Working Party of International Scientific Bodies. On the 28th of November 2016, it was officially named after Moscow Oblot. To date, about 100 atoms of Moscovium have ever been observed. So he's talking about this shit in like 89. Yeah. And it was not synthesized until 2003. And he's, he's talking claims, about like different isotopes for it as well. Like more than just like, hey, this thing is powering our thing. Like oh, no, totally sorry. That was up. that's specifically just like about the element. Now we have this information. That's not like what he's saying about it. Like, this is the half-life of its isotopes. That's like actually oh. just like information off of it right now. Sorry. I gotcha. Uh, so again, he's talking about this in 89, uh, claiming that they have a stable form of it used for the craft. Um, as far as I know, we still do not like have a stable form of it. It's a very, again, I'm not a physicist, but I guess yeah. it's like a very like um, it decays quickly. Or something. The decay yeah. rate, yeah. I mean, again, the half-life was around a half a second. And it's only been observed like 100 times. So it seems kind of odd. That a if he wasn't a physicist, what he know and just like things? made up element shit, yeah, like that's there's just a number of things that seem to add to some some credibility on his behalf, and it's I don't know because some I, like when I watch it, I'm like part of me is like nah, but the other part of me is like no, totally, not totally. It's just because the content of what he's saying is unbelievable that right. I'm hesitant about it. I don't not believe him. I believe him. I'm pretty sure I believe him. I don't know. It's At tough. least he believes his story type deal. Like you believe he's telling the truth about it, but he uh, might not exactly. Know yeah, the truth. there was uh, so another thing there was talking about him on that uh, that podcast about some hand security scanner they had at mm-hmm. the site. Um, and again, people were saying that that was bullshit and they were using that to discredit him. But again, it does exist. I have a photo of it and a little bit of information about it. So the system worked by reading the length and curvature of one's fingers and finger webbings via a series of photo cells installed in grooves over which a person's hand was placed. A pin stuck up between the middle of and ring finger at, to the center of the user's perfect, the user's hand perfectly along the grooves. A bright 1,000-watt overhead lamp shined on the person's hand from above, and the system would compare the geometry of the user's hand with the data stored on file. That sounds annoying to use. They still use that? No. It's outdated as fuck. But people were like, no, that's stupid. That doesn't exist. And then, again, it 
definitely was, does exist. Yeah. And there is photos. I will have a photo to link of it. Uh, I guess I have a couple of clips from that uh, podcast that I wanted to include here. In, in short order, it began to concern me. We really have no idea what we're talking about. And the excitement kind of turned to dread at some point because the amount of power we're dealing with is astronomical. I mean, to affect gravity, to produce the effects like this equipment does, takes huge amounts of power. And I've given the um, example before of, you know, taking a small portable nuclear reactor and, you know, putting it back into Victorian times, you know, with the scientists of the time, and just dropping it in a room. And they come and look at it and see that it's producing power and wonder how it works. So they start taking it apart. And as soon as they get some of the shielding off, the people are going to drop dead because of the radiation inside. Now, the people have no idea that radiation even exists back then. But anybody that comes in to check on them will also drop dead. And, you know, there's no reason that that exact scenario couldn't happen with what we're dealing with. We have no idea how the physics operate within this thing. The power levels are, are like I said, astronomical. Like, it's incredibly dangerous to tinker with something like that. And, you know, in some respects, we were guinea pigs. Just try to find out how to make this thing. So they had had a series, as far as you surmised, they had a series of different scientists try to back engineer this thing, try to figure out what this thing was, and they would bring in new people and, like, let's throw Bob at it. Yeah, yeah. And they know, I know I don't know how many, but I knew there was certainly one before me, and I knew he died during the analysis of the or the uh, reactor itself. And you don't know how many have worked on it, and no one gave this any could have been there for fifty years. It could have been there for five years. When they're giving I, you instructions, know. what are they saying? Like when they're giving you direction, they're showing you all the stuff. Like what what are, what are they saying? What specifically? What are they asking of you? Well, essentially what they ask is is what I said. All, we are just to gather as much information as possible, find out how it operates, and see if we can duplicate it. So, But they never really, told you where it was from? They never let you ask questions about where it's from? Well, if the information I read in the briefings was accurate. Now, what I do have to say is the information that pertained directly to the reactor was accurate. What I read... Well, I think that is kind of like his justification for why he came out with this information is he doesn't feel like it's like they should be doing that. It's it's not potentially safe. very dangerous yeah. to be doing some of the things that you're doing and maybe not worth it in the long run if you if you're fo- hyper focused on one thing, you're gonna well if you're not considering not like, consider another thing, yeah. Ultimately, like, it could be, like, cool, like, what if it, like, is just, like, a massive explosion or something, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, yeah, I get you're out in the middle of the desert, but what if it's, like, bigger than that? I don't know. Yeah, you, you I, don't I know get, the like, the potential concern, concern for that, just, like, you really don't know what you're fucking dealing with. Like, yeah. that doesn't make sense. So I, I think that was more of his, like, that's kind of his, like, this is my concern. Like, really, like, this is what, why I'm doing this and then there was another clip uh, about just again. So he saw. I have something here about this too. Uh, he alleges that there was nine craft in the facility, but he only worked on one of them. And one time he saw all of them. 
Um, you touched one different. at one point, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, so I guess he like said he got in trouble for it. Yeah, for touching like they it slapped right him away. on his wrist or something. Uh, he also talked about like it being really compartmentalized there too. So like you're not yeah. given information about like the larger project or any other group's works or findings or progress or anything. You just have like your task and that's what you're doing just to keep people in the dark and, and shit like that. But again, mm-hmm. I have... This other clip here. Now you said there's nine of them, and you got a brief glimpse at the other ones. Were they? How are they different? Oh, they looked completely different. One looked like a, I called a Jello mold, and it it looked like a classic Jello mold with the rippled sides to it. One was a very flat disc, um, you know, like a oh I don't know, like a straw hat or something like that. That was sitting up on its edge, and the thin part of it. Had it looked like a projectile had been fired through um, the edge of it. So I don't know if they were attempting to, to see if the metal could be penetrated, or if something, or if that's where the thing came from. Maybe it was shot down. Um, but that was the only one where I saw there was, you know, actual physical damage to it. And that one was roughly the same size. They're all ah, uh, they were kind of too far away to to tell. I've never heard of a Jello mold. Looking fucking UFO, but uh, weird. Like a butt cake? That's what I'm at with Jello mold. Like, yeah. When I think of a Jello, yeah, like a Jello mold. Yeah, like okay. Tall ass. Thing. Yeah, like sort of, yeah, but like yeah, shorter. Yeah. Just jiggles around on the plate. <laughs> so, well, I mean, what, what, where, what do you think about Bob? obviously very smart from when i have listened to him talk he is Seems far more intelligent, intelligent than myself uh i want to say he got arrested also if you saw anything about this he's been raided by the fbi a couple of times they were like the first time, like the second time i think was like they ran a business where they just like this was just like a business that they were running that they sold like scientific equipment to people and they he got, has that business, I believe. Yeah, maybe still do, but they yeah. got in trouble for like shipping stuff over state lines or something. They got fucked on some technicality like that. But I want to say Tommy Chong also did on some bullshit. Did you ever hear about that? No. He went to jail for, I want to say like his, I don't know if it's his bong company or his sons or something. They 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 work for, they do bongs now. They That's what they do. So Makes sense. They were i don't know if it's the fbi or some sort of agency was like trying to bust them so they like wanted them to ship i don't know it was like pennsylvania or something somewhere that you couldn't do it they couldn't ship it to like over state lines or to yeah. that state specifically whatever it was i think it was just you couldn't ship it over state lines like oh no like it's cool dude like cop. yeah exactly and so they just like kept saying no and like over and over and then they just like kept contacting different ways and like no so then they like allegedly they hired somebody into the company to then like approve that shipping thing to send to him so then they could come in and bust him what yeah he talked about again i think i was on jre crazy but uh irrelevant just fucking weird the other one i think was for uh like a betting uh prostitution or something (laughs) along the lines of that oh boy bob i don't know doesn't Uh, give me any reason to believe that he is any less intelligent than he is i guess no people have done weirder shit for uh much less so I guess real quick, I, I have a couple other quick things about some other individuals who have claimed to work there. So um, in the 1996 documentary Dreamland, directed by Bruce Burgess, 
uh, included an interview with a 71-year-old mechanical engineer who claimed to be a former employee at Area 51 during the 1950s. His claims included that he had worked on a, quote, flying disc simulator, which had been based on a disc originating from a crashed extraterrestrial craft and used to, to train U.S. pilots. He also claimed to have worked with an extraterrestrial being named J-Rod and described as a telepathic translator. I don't know who J-Rod is. That's I'm disappointed in myself. In 2004, Dan Bershicht, pseudonym of Dan Crane, uh, claimed to have worked on cloning alien viruses at Area 51, also alongside the alien named J-Rod. Uh, his okay. scholarly credentials are sub- apparently up for some debate. As he was apparently working as a Las Vegas parole officer in 1989 while also earning a, PH- a PhD at the State University of New York. We gotta go save Jay. We gotta go save him. J Rod. Come on, J Rod. I want a Naruto run in right in there, dude. I'll so, save you. Yeah. I. What do you? Again, I don't. He seems like he is far more intelligent than me. And hundred percent. We know he worked at that lab, but like that's all the information that we have on him working at the lab. I don't know if like they also contacted them and just didn't get a response, or if they were denied. Because he's had his birth certificate where he was supposedly born. Like, yeah, we don't have that. Yeah. Everywhere he's worked, everywhere he went to school, like all that shit is just like, yeah, no, he never worked here. So either he's like this massive fucking lie and everybody in his life is just like, cool, we're going to go with it. I guess. So when he got back to him real quick, I guess when he got like fired or whatever, he like he started bringing people out like to a spot where they could see it just like on the hills. Cause he knew when they were going to be testing stuff. So like there's, I guess there was occasions where like they would actually like be somebody like flying a fucking UFO. Okay. And so then like, you know, I don't know if it was those or when they were testing other things, but I believe it was when they were flying those, they, he knew when the tests were going to be I wasn't yeah. on Wednesdays, but either way. So he'd get like a group of friends together and they'd like, just fucking go out and, and just sit there and just fucking watch them. Yeah. And they were out there. I think they brought like a bunch of cameras and shit. And then like they got rolled up on. Yeah. <laughs> they were just like sitting out there like with a bunch of people. And I think they had like lights from the cameras and shit. So then like, yeah, they just got rolled up on. They're like, you, you realize can't. you can't do this because we told you you can't fucking tell anyone. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? That's awesome. I get why they would maybe want to discredit him. Oh, yeah. I could see the benefit in that if he is coming forward and telling there's some shit going on here, but at the same time, like (sighs) area 51 is so much in that, like people are aware of it so much so that there's no way anything is still going on there today. Right. Like of that magnitude, it still exists, but like it can't be, you know what I mean? Like it can't, if everybody knows about it, because everybody knows about it, right? Everybody. Right You now, really think they're still doing time, shit there? Everybody. I, I would hope not. There's not a Wikipedia page on S4 is what I will say, but if it's fucking eight miles away, like... Yeah, you're going to you know, catch one or the other. It's in a fucking flat desert. Like, yeah, right. Flat desert and mountains. Like, you're going to sit on the mountains, you're going to see the whole damn thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would doubt they're doing anything there 
I must say, feel really secure in what they're doing there. I think I mean, they have some pretty yeah, good right. security protection stuff. Like, I don't know. Well, I think he's kind of also uh, on that that ancient aliens train. Bob. Yeah. Correct. I mean, I'm into that. So. So am I, dude. Let's do it. Let's be real. Friday nights, I think, is Ancient Aliens on uh, History Channel. Not a sponsor, but probably could be. Definitely would be into that, though I don't have. I just need a phone call from Giorgio Sukalos, and we can call it even. (laughs) I want just Giorgio Sukalos to introduce our show. Welcome. Be very grandiose. Man, what are you doing? Do you think there's. They can't be doing shits there. They're still, can they? In my mind, like, it can't be that intense. Like, if that is what they were doing there, as soon as people are start to be like aware yeah, of that, like, shut that shit down. You move it somewhere else. I don't know if we really talked about like the idea of like underground being connected to S four and like all the underground stuff because like we haven't really talked I'm about sure. dumbs on the show before at all, like deep underground yeah, yeah, military yeah. bases or whatever like that. So, I think that's what it stands for. Either way. I God damn it. I, I feel obligated to mention Phil Schneider talking mentioning dumbs, but I, I, he, I don't have a yeah. tie-in. I don't have a tie-in. Um it's just from what I have and I remember seeing an interview with him from forever ago too, and like I was really interested in his story. It's just it's weird. I don't have anything to All right. Let me let me pose this to you in a different way. If you run the government okay. and you are in possession of nine aliens craft. Craft, okay. I'd be flying them bitches around. That sounds awesome. Correct. Where would you do it? Just in front where everybody can see it. I... I mean fucking UFO sightings, whatever. I'm flying that shit everywhere, probably, dude. I'm like, mean, check this out, dude. Okay. I'm flying over to Jacob's house. Maybe, maybe you're a shit example of this. Yeah, but... yeah, I'm a shit example. I, I, I want this to be a thing. <laughs> I mean, I, he's really where pretty much the like alien and all the controversy stuff is introduced. Like, it's a secret base, so I know that there's speculation of just like anything anyway. But when he comes forward and says that. This is actually what's going on here. That's really the start of all of it. Why anybody really cares. That's why he's credited as like bringing Area 51 to the public. How does he know all this if it's so compartmentalized? Dog, they talked about this fucking thing in the episode about time that broke my fucking brain. Like if, so like at the moment of birth, if you put a watch, if somebody puts a watch on you and your mom puts a watch on you and at the exact same time, like in fucking twenty years, like the time will not be the same on the yeah. watches. Even one's if gonna die sooner them. than the other. No, no, no. One. Even if, even if, like the watches don't die, <laughs> nothing ass. happens to them. They they end up being a different time. Because on distance traveled, I think that's part of it. Yeah, it's just like you don't, because you time is different when you mm-hmm. fucking. So like what? When, Why? <laughs> it's like the it's fucking... twin brothers uh, did the NASA experiment where one went in space and one did. Yeah, but he's in space. Like, that's uh, so much more so. Like it seems like the amount that you would do is just like negligible. Right. Yeah. They're just but... like going about your daily life. You're just like, yeah, like I walked down the street and back 150 times. 
you didn't do that, but you walked a really far away. Yeah, but say you're, you're traveling on an airplane, like you're, you're traveling faster, covering more ground than the other person. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's just to be like putting what a if pedometer you both, I, I on somebody. I don't, I don't know. Put on a pedometer on somebody and track their miles. I don't remember. I think supposedly he's talked about like having having read something about aliens, like ancient alien shit oh, in his debriefing thing. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't, I don't. I, I, that again, that one I maybe yeah. was not from the most credible site, but I, I, I do not recall. I do uh, remember having seen that somewhere. So what, I think I'm done on him. One of the only things that I saw where aliens come in contact with Area 51 or maybe the first, you know, the first report of aliens at Area 51. Or maybe ultimately the reason for Area 51. Correct. Maybe. Um, so according to an article on MUFON.com, Mutual UFO Network, um, it's which uh, the article speaks of a, I guess, of the first of the Roswell UFO incident books titled The Roswell Incident, published in 1980. And keep in mind, the Roswell incident happened in 47. Yes. So this one is like pretty far removed from the event, which is kind of weird. But I guess if you allegedly interviewed 90 people, you might need that much time to, to gather. Well, some... and if it's a lot of it is it's probably like top secret sort of stuff so you have like people waiting for like ndas to expire and things like that when mm -hmm. you're like you can't talk about it or like on your deathbed sort of thing maybe in my mind so i could see where that would take some time but who knows um and the book was written by charles burlitz and william moore um so i have a quote here from mufon about where the idea of aliens at area 51 comes from and to quote, the Roswell, the Roswell incident introduced an alien account by Socorro, Sa Socorro, New Mexico resident Barney Barnett, who had died years earlier. Friends of Barnett said he described the crash of a, of a flying saucer and the recovery of alien corpses in the vicinity of Socorro, about 150 miles west of Foster Ranch. He and a group of archaeologists stumbled upon an alien craft and its occupants on the morning of July 3rd, only to be led away by military, military personnel. Further accounts suggested that the aliens and the craft were transported to Edwards Air Force Base in California. The book suggested that either there were two cra crafts that crashed or the debris from the vehicle Barnett described had subsequently landed on the Foster Ranch after an explosion. So that's loosely where aliens come from in Area 51. Roswell? Yeah. With all of the advanced technology and obviously they're if they're just testing spy planes and shit, people then see UFOs. So like the there was UFOs reported in the area was a common thing. Yeah. I don't think we have talked about that yet at all, and I don't think we need to go into much more detail than that, but the fact that with these advanced weapons or aircraft testing comes occasional sightings, mm -hmm. people are around still, so it happens. 
Uh, but my my quick Roswell tie-in was from uh, an Ann Jacobson book in uh, the 2011 book, Area 51, An Uncensored History of America's Top Secret Military, allegedly based on interviews with scientists and engineers who worked at an Area 51, dismisses the alien story of Roswell. Uh, Jacobson quotes one unnamed source claiming that Joseph Mengele, a German officer <clears throat> and physician in Auschwitz, was recruited by the Soviet leader Joseph Stalin to produce, quote, grotesque child-sized aviators to be remotely piloted and landed in America in order to cause hysteria similar to Orson Welles' War of the Worlds. The aircraft, however, crashed and the incident was hushed up by the Americans. Jacobson reported about the... Jacobson's reported... Jacobson reported about a dubious source that found bodies at the crash site were children around 12 years old with large heads, abnormally shaped, oversized eyes, and that they were human guinea pigs. Jesus. So she alleged that this dude created a little people to be in the fucking plane that crashed, or the, the craft that crashed at Roswell that was remotely piloted. So it wasn't like, yeah. I don't think that they had the technology for remotely that piloted. That one is... Uh, 12-year-old carrying spaceship. Maybe a little dubious. I'm not buying it. Get out of here with that. I think that's really, that's really it. Is like, Bob is most of it. Yeah. Like, again, you have some sightings. Like, it's, it's a fucking hot spot. You can't, like, get too close. There's signs and stuff. Yeah, and oh if yeah. you fucking Do go there, like, and... people will show up with guns and tell you to leave. Yep. That's what they say, so... I've never, I've never been there, but I mean, are I'm you going not... on September twentieth, Connor? I will be going. Are you? And I'm gonna stop at the Del Tacos in Area Fifty One. Hey, all right. They've got some new vegan burritos I want to eat, but seriously, they have vegan burritos, and they're allegedly a Del Taco on the Air Force Base. <laughs> I don't know how true it is, but the comments just say, on so, Google are so hilarious. So what you're saying is some guy has to be like aware of what's going on there but just works at the del taco so it's not like an fbi agent was trained to work at del taco though right no i think if they just he just doesn't see anything like you're escorted you don't hear anything you just like fly out to a secret military but you got like a fucking dq at del taco and fucking (laughs) what else you got out there you know what i mean Uh, i don't know that seems weird china buffet (laughs) all right well let me know how your del taco is i for one Will you're, not you're be not going. going. No, I refuse to believe that an organization that is rumored to reverse engineer extraterrestrial <laughs> technology is not in possession of at least one freeze ray. So I think y'all are fucked. Freeze ray? Yeah, bitch. You think you're going to freeze ray all of us? You can't stop us all. They're going to freeze you all one click no, of a button. No, the Naruto runners, the Naruto are, runners run are fine. There. Okay. So I do have real quick off of uh, the independent. There's uh, something about this about the, the, the Storm the Castle shit here. Yeah. So there's it, uh, somebody from the Air Force commenting about this. So this is, I'll link to this in the description as well. So Area 51 is an open training range. Or so I guess the site is an open training range for the U.S. Air Force, and we discourage anyone from trying to come into the area where we train American armed forces, she said. Miss McAndrews added, the U.S. Air Force always stands ready to protect America and its assets but she failed to elaborate on the specific details around how officials would react to potential <laughs> intruders. Are you afraid, Jacob? Yeah, I'm not going to go get <laughs> shot. Nothing's going on there anymore. 
I, for one, will be watching the news very closely that day. Maybe I'll... Uh, what day Keep of the week is that? What day of the week me. is that? Let me look at this real quick. It's a Friday. Sick. Maybe Perfect. I'll take the day off and just kind of like... Three-day week. Chill at home and just like watch the news. I'll live stream anything if it comes up and yes. just fucking... It'll be the news for that somehow. I don't know. I... I'll be the on-site reporter. Yeah, on-site uh, in my basement. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need a green screen stat. Just get a fucking use that. <laughs> Just a blanket, <laughs> a fitted sheet. <laughs> yes. All right. Where are you at? What do you think? I'm not entire. I'm not. I'm not convinced with this research that anything is going on in Area 51. I, I don't believe anything is currently act like going on there now. Um, Black projects, airplanes, stealth, maybe some technologies that we're not aware of yet. Maybe, but UFOs and aliens, I, I want to believe so hard, but I, I don't think there's anything there. You start to lose me a little bit at like when you start getting into like other planets and stuff too. I don't know. Again, he he was like, I don't really know where they got this information, but that's just what I had read in my briefing. And he had also talked about in other parts of it, like when he was originally going through the briefing, he saw a lot of this really weird stuff in there. But I guess it's not uncommon for them to include like weird things that don't actually matter for various reasons. Like, so if you are to like, okay, I'm going to go public with this and I have this information, they do like you can compartmentalize it. So you're like, okay, cool. We told this guy it was at this planetary system and this guy's in this planetary system. This is the information that these people are saying about the planetary system so we can trace it back to you. Oh, shit. Or like even just like then the cool, like we're going to quiz you on this stuff and ask you about the, all these ridiculous things that you probably weren't paying attention to. Or um, uh, what was the other possibility that he suggested? Um, Wasn't one to see... Just, oh, go ahead. Uh, maybe, maybe that first one makes sense what I was going to say. So to like see if they're gonna keep the secret like how well it's just yeah i mean like to kind of gauge where they're at i suppose maybe i mean but yeah sort of fall into that too again like if then if that information is leaked somehow i think it was just like so you could trace Tracking, it or like yeah. um fuck i wish i could remember how else he he described it i would i would recommend watching that interview though like it is it's pretty it's pretty good Talk yeah. about some interesting shit in there for sure. Is a new movie coming up also? It might already be out. Well, I, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I also haven't seen it. Probably should have watched it before I did this. I think I fell asleep while starting to watch it. Oh, okay, must not have been that good. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember much of it. So take that as it is. Um. So we we answered. If we were going to go. Yeah, you say you're going. I'm not. I'm what going is, what does Instagram say? Instagram, six votes for yes. No shit? Five votes for no. Ah, uh, okay. Still so, more. Y'all are crazy. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, I'd love, to go, to I'd love to go, but like not on a day where there's like... Uh, right now, what is it? Up to 170 million people are, have signed the thing saying they're going? Uh, I thought at one point I saw 2.2, but yeah, the latest I saw was 1.7. Do you, do you actually think like 10% of those people will show up? Because uh, you mean, know like a couple said, of people are for sure going to be there. It's a couple months away. I think people are going to forget about it by then. 
Not everybody for not, sure. Not I, everybody. Somebody is going to show up. There's going to be like four guys. You're be like, where the fuck are the 1. other two million people? Six, seven, eight percent, or one point six, seven, eight million of those one point seven million are going to forget. It'd be like eight people there. Remember, remember the twentieth of September. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will put it in my calendar. I. I mean, I definitely think that if people like are trying to break onto a facility where there is like fencing and signs, like there's pressure plates, they know when you're coming down the road and shit. I wouldn't be surprised if they had like landmines or some shit. There's, there's, yeah, right. Probably fucking could be. Who knows? Blow your legs off. Literally, I, I don't see it ending (laughs) well. I think a lot of people are going to get the fucking Naruto hurt. Runners will knock out. I think there's the going to be like a, a very small percentage of those people who show up, and if they are actually ballsy enough to like go through with what they're thinking, they're there to do it. Yeah, that's people. what I'm thinking too. I'm going yes for the memes, <sighs> but but no in reality. <laughs> Again, I would love to. I'd love to go out and like see the sign and then drive away and fucking cry yeah, myself to sleep. Cry. Go eat at the Del Taco. I don't know. The Del Taco is in the the thing allegedly. Oh shit! So, like, damn it. Okay, okay. There's no way I'm making it to the Del Taco then. Maybe I'll hit one on the way. Well, if you're gonna go, hit us up over on social media and let us Please. know that you will be attending. Uh, Somebody doesn't send me pictures. I'm gonna be so mad. If you wanna, if you wanna send me exclusive videos of. Uh, you attending? Petting I will an put alien. those on social media. If you get to meet J Rod, A Rod, J Rod, what they call him? A Rod's the baseball player, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> send your selfies to us. On Connor just asked you to send internet. nudes. Uh, so oh. <laughs> I guess uh, last week we talked about giants. Yeah, I don't know did. how we do a one v one. We did not talk about this at all. Uh. Bob Lazar, throw him in the ring. Let's go. All right, versus a giant. Yeah, I mean, you gotta go. You gotta go, giant. Right. He's probably gonna get speared like Dan, dude. Maybe he can. He can. He have like a a ray gun or something that he built. I mean, he could probably build some his way out of it for sure. <laughs> MacGyver his way out. Yeah. He's a smart man. I, I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, maybe maybe like an alien like aliens would be a better. Aliens would be uh, definitely a better, a better opponent. I mean, like we kind of did this with the intention of like getting into some more alien sort of things coming soon too. God, we kind of crushed it though before yeah. we ever got to aliens. Um, but I, I, uh, usually they're gray aliens, is what they are depictions yeah, yeah, yeah. of. Yeah, like, I think it's most it's commonly grays. thought. I mean, are there? That's that's what I'm gonna go with, just basically. But no, fuck it. We we'll just we we'll just go Bob. Fuck it. Bob Bob Lazar. Okay. Bob Lazar, if you think you can win this fight, hit us up on Instagram or uh, Facebook, Twitter, social media. This is the dumbest I wanna, fucking... I want to know how you think you will fare. Yeah, because Bob's going to fucking hit us up. All right, but the rest of you, go over to social media and let us know what you think. Uh, we asked the same thing last week about Giants and Ogopogo. We are resumed. We are resumed. All right, so social media stuff. Yeah. You have, you have answers for last week's poll for me. I do. Ogopogo and Giants. 
Yeah. So on Instagram, who was our leading voters? Our leading leader? Yes. Leading the voters in votes. And anyway, um, 47% voted for Ogopogo and 53% voted for the Giants. Okay. So the Giants uh, win there. Um, Facebook comes in second. And 80% of those people thought that Giants would win. 87? 80%. 80%, okay. And then Twitter. Twitter. Oh, no. Back, back to, they had one good week. Stern look. And then they back down. All right. Come on. But everyone on Twitter, every single person on Twitter voted for uh, Giants. We were in disagreements on that. I think I went Ogo Pogo and Giants won. Did you go Giants? Is that what happened? How are you always right? Uh, people's choice. I don't know. All right. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even. I even put a Canadian flag by Ogopogo. I'm pretty sure I said Ogopogo, right? Damn, I don't remember. I'm relatively certain that that is what happened. Were we split? I think we were split. Let me pull this up and double check because I think you decided a giant because you gave him a spear, and I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna go sea monster that's 50 feet long. I don't know if I remember. Are y'all Are y'all paying attention to what you're voting for here? Come on. No. Let us know in the comments if you voted because of me or because it of just voted to, like, to spite me. I think that's what it is. After the picture of the redheads last week. Oh, okay. I get it. I get it. They're, they're afraid of large redheads. And I promise he's not that bad. <laughs> it just happened to hours. spite me. How about you head over to social media? Let us know uh, what you think. Yeah, do the thing. Of this week's polls. Uh, again. Bob Lazar versus Giants. I'm guessing Giants got two weeks in a row, unless uh, the internet's feeling gracious and wants to give it to Bob. I'd love to give it to him, but I don't know if I can in this instance. I do. I do think I believe him, though. I don't know. He seems smart. Yeah, he does. All right. Well, well thanks for checking out the show. Well, uh, hopefully, you come to a better conclusion if than we do. For some reason, this is the first episode that you've ever listened to, and you're still here. Fucking congratulations. Wow. All right. Cool. Uh, According to my analytics, 98% of the people <laughs> don't make it past five minutes. Actually? No, I made oh, it. Oh, Jesus up. Christ. You just gave me a heart attack. Uh, <laughs> Why are we doing an hour and a half long podcast? Fucking Jesus. Yeah. Just hit that minutes. up on that Jabba Fofi train. Just fucking read the first paragraph off of Wikipedia directly <laughs> off your phone Cut on it. camera. Cut it. Uh, but yeah, if, if you happen to be new here, Thank you. Thanks. If you're not new here and also you've been thanks. around for a while, super thanks. If you're new here, season one's rough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got nothing else. I don't know. All right. I have shut down. See you in two weeks. Or maybe an actual cryptid. Yeah, adios. Thanks for checking out this week's episode. If you want to get your two cents in, answer this week's polls on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, as well as Discord. Links for all the social media, as well as everything else we talked about on the show, are available at gobblesquatch.com. If you have any questions, concerns, suggestions, or you just want to chat, you can email us at kenencryptids at hotmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and tell your friends. I've been Connor. I've been Jacob. 
and we'll see you in a couple of weeks for another fascinating installment of Counting Cryptids.